Oh, wait, we have theme music. We don't need to do that. Okay. Hey, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Enemy Slime Podcast, episode number 150. That's a nice round number. I wonder if something big will happen on the 150th episode. I don't know. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. It'll it'll be a really subpar episode. Sorry, guys. I'm your usual host. We'll have actual Sonic as our guest. Actual Sonic is here tonight. (laughs) We're saving that for 200. I'm, I'm, of course, your usual host, Jared. I'm joined today by Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Hello, everybody. Uh, back after a couple weeks off, I have Mr. Doug Wilson. Hey, hey, hey. And, of course, we have Mr. Michael Mahoney. I, for one, am really digging the new theme music. Now, if you listened last week, you'll know that we're actually in Lucio's basement right now. Enemy slime. Oh, God. Oh. I knew this yeah, would happen. I am dead, and I'm terrified nonetheless. Lucio is dead. <laughs> I think Doug might have died from a crack pipe. Uh, no, no, I'm alive in the in yeah. the cannon version. Okay, so yeah, in, the, it, in the in the canon version, Doug is alive. Okay, so this is good. And before us, we see someone descending down the stairs, um, with a vaguely familiar voice. But I'm still. Are you not... ready to meet the face of your true nemesis? I am, and I'm very curious who it is. Uh, My name is composite Hideo Kojima. I am half Hideo Kojima, half Kita Molyneux. Oh, God, that's a bad combination. Uh, or a good combination. I knew monster. it. You don't belong in this world. How are you still alive? You have AIDS. <laughs> that's how I became a composite Hideo Kojima. You probably stole all of Hideo Kojima's Kojima blood. And so... combined him with myself to cure myself of the AIDS. And the car dealership. So do we have to stop saying you have AIDS now because you don't have it anymore? Or did it not work? Let me explain my evil plan to you, enemy slime. Please do. Please, I'm confused. <laughs> Ever since so, you ragged on me on your podcast, I had no choice but to find alternate means of compensation to fund my brilliant video games. My plan was to abduct several video game designers and take a chunk of them each and process them into me. But I ended up killing them instead. So I resorted to robbing you of all your money, for you are the source of all my pain, enemy slime. Okay. So I have some bad news on that financial side, but okay. Yeah. Now, enemy slime. I will answer three questions and three questions only. <laughs> but first, I must default to my native Japanese. And I am trusting Michael to translate. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, so we get, to, we get to ask three questions. Is this three questions before you kill us? I guess, presumably. Wait, um, that's a question. Don't, no, don't, don't answer that question. Yeah, don't, don't answer that. It's not a question. I will now answer your question. <laughs> no. Michael, prepare to translate. Okay. Are you Googling this in your memory banks? <laughs> Konnichiwa. Don't say it with a little to the end. You'll think it's a question. Wait, Kanichio? He's, he has a did woman. you get all that? I don't think we heard any no, of that. No, I can't say that I did. I faintly heard a woman in the background. Why, do, why don't you just... No, 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 no. Jared, stop asking questions. I am oh. not going to kill you at the end of this podcast, enemy slime. That will be for another day. Okay, that's good. That's good to hear. What uh, is your second question? Okay, you monster. There's one thing I gotta know. On the big shell, was Colonel Campbell just entirely in Raiden's head? Like the whole time? That's a good question. Yeah, the whole time. Like was he was he ever involved in that operation? 
Colonel Campbell was never involved in that operation. The whole thing was a figment of Raiden's imagination. God damn. Huh. God damn. I feel like we could have looked you that up on a wiki instead of asking that question. Oh, you have one those. question left. Enemy what is your dastardly plan? Wait, he told... No, Ah. My dastardly plan, enemy slime, was to abduct several video game developers. <laughs> use them as parts of myself. No. Lucio, you fucking idiot. I'm not even alive. Why don't you just ask yeah, you, can, ask questions. can you repeat yourself? <laughs> yeah, can we scratch that because Lucio's dead? God, Enemy I slime. Man, I'm it is time for me to far. go, but know that we shall meet each other once again. Oh, so, so you're just leaving? So there's no, so no harm, no foul, pretty much. I can hang out if you want. I'm still not clear on whether or not you still have AIDS. <laughs> you already answered. I asked your three questions. No, 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 that I was not answer another. Yeah, that wasn't a question. It was just a statement. Like I'm just letting okay. you know that I still don't really understand the scope of the of the situation. But I'm glad that we're we're glad you're doing well, and uh, we appreciate that. The worst thing that you did to Jay, it seems, was just like cut his hair a little bit. Um, oh man, hey guys, how's it going? Oh, Jay, you, you woke up and Hideo is, Kojima. Is Hideo Kojima gone? I think he ran up the stairs really fast. Oh well, okay. And, uh, I hope we don't see him again. I'm sure we won't. Never again. <laughs> hey, Jay. Hey, what's up? Ah, a ghost. Ghost Lucio's back. Oh, actually, that's a good question. Jay, do you know how to resurrect Lucio? Uh, yeah, there's a resurrection spell right upstairs. Okay, let's uh, go upstairs. Don't we need to find okay. the holy materia first at the I... bottom of that part of uh, the level? Right here, I'm going up the stairs. <laughs> Oh, uh, there we go. I'm, pre I'm pretty sure they kept the resurrection spell right by the Kool-Aid. Uh, here it is. Here it is. I see it. It says, uh, it says, all we have to do is wish real hard. So can you guys right. do that real fast? <laughs> arise, Lucio, arise. <laughs> I, I'm not feeling it. I think somebody's faking it. Doug. Doug. Arise, Lucio, arise. arise put the crack Lucio. pipe down. No, I'm I'm too busy smoking that sweet sweet crack. Okay, well get <laughs> go outside. Get as high as you can on the crack, and then maybe it'll be easier for you to wish for Lucio to be alive. No, we need a child's laughter. Oh, that's what it was. Grab one of Lucio's kids. <laughs> <laughs> it would be pretty we... impressive if Lucio couldn't survive in this house, but his children did. Lucio, yeah, get, stop playing with the manacore. So while while we wait for Lucio to resurrect. Yeah, what be... did I miss these past several months? Uh, oh, God. Um, Michael's a woman now. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, but only uh, only like parts of him. Just only on full moons. The He's a werewolf. Uh, Michael said some pretty insensitive things about race while discussing Mafia 3. Probably, <laughs> probably good you weren't there for that. Uh, what else happened? Pretty astute things about race. <laughs> I think that's probably it. Video games are still bad. Did I ever tell you guys about Through the Woods? No. Oh man, like where Grandma's house is. No, it's a game. I gotta. Oh, I remember. I remember hearing about this. I won't. I won't. I'll, it's so old. I won't do it on the podcast. But I've got to like share how this works with for so, you guys. Like, I'll I'll tell you did, on our next. Did you show. Did you actually play it? I did. I played it and I beat it and I. Uh, I feel like it has a story that I can retell in a in an excellent way. Um, 
Maybe we can do that in one of our like extra that's shows. What I, that's what I was thinking. Things. I was thinking maybe next week on our pre-show, I will tell you guys the entire plot to Through the Woods, and you won't believe me that it's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the one by those halibut munchers who wouldn't give us a copy. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's actually a good thing they didn't. I, I, it's not. It's not a very good game. No, no, you can tear it apart without feeling guilty. There's just nothing feel... worse than getting a. A review copy and then the game is bad and you have to like oh, that's, a, that's just a hard email to write to be like here's our review of your game yeah we gave it a one please uh, keep so, us in mind in the future so do you guys want to know what i've been doing the past several months tell us about your life jay what's going on down here in the basement uh, well, well okay so like one day i was like i totally want a bacon cheeseburger right and so i go get a bacon cheeseburger and then i sit down Next to me, what do you know? It's like Peter Molyneux. He's like, oh, hey, I heard your podcast. I'm like, oh, that's that's weird. I didn't know you listened to our podcast. Right. Or so would Peter be able was to, like, like, visually identify you at, I presume, Wendy's? Uh, at, at Wendy's. Yeah, yeah it was fi- Wendy's. I figured it would be Wendy's. What would it be not Wendy's? Arby's? Yeah, no, you can't get a bacon no. cheeseburger at Arby's. Yeah, well, don't be there you go. That's why it can't be Arby's. So there you go. So, uh... Yeah, he was like, you know, I, I love your work. And he's like, well, you come into my van because I want you to sign something. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That sounds all right. So I went into his van. <laughs> that sounds cool. And he had, me, he, met, he had me sign several episodes of the podcast. Did he like, how did he get episodes? Did he burn CDs himself? Because I'm pretty sure that's not allowed. Uh, I, that, I mean, he, he was up to a lot of illegal shit when I was down here. I feel like should have gotten royalties out of him. He should have written somewhere that he can't do that. I mean, I mean some, of, get, some, of it was a, some of it was a good time, you know. He took me by twenty two cans, and we hung out, and you know, he showed me a preview build of Goddess. And are there uh, are there really twenty two cans? Um, I didn't see a single can. Uh, I, I saw like half of an of a crushed coffee cup. So, so I, once I again, lied that was, a little bit. Yeah, another lie of Molyneux. It's dark. Anyway, man. we went we went to we went to Belize, and then. For, for uh, experimental AIDS treatments, we we saw we saw the amphitheater in in Greece. That's where it's at, right? Uh, the, is it the amphitheater? Uh, the the a Parthenon? The, the Parthenon. The Parthenon. That's what we saw. I yeah, think it's the Parthenon. You saw the Parthenon. And that's tight. He was like, you know, I'm totally going to abduct you for money now. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, and then he knocked me out and put me in his basement. Then he uh, he he kidnapped Jade Raymond and Cliffy B. I'm like, oh. That's not cool. And he's like, no, I, I, I bought all these buddies here so we could play water polo. I'm like, oh, well, okay, well, water polo's cool. And, I mean, uh, is she raised more like she's in the comics? Um, yeah, yeah that, that, that thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Be a gentleman. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, so, you know, it, it, was, it was pretty cool until Peter Molly who killed everyone. Yeah, it sounds like that's where things really went wrong. Yeah, that kind of put a damper on it. By the way, we let uh, Cliffy give you go. Oh, oh, that's right, we did. Cliffy B is actually not dead, and he's out roaming the streets. Oh, oh I don't think you should have done that. Uh, he uh, he didn't seem well the last yeah. time I saw him. Actually, I, th- I think canonically we just left him upstairs. So no, we let him go. I'm pretty sure he ran no, out. No, that was the, the moonlight. Yeah, but that was when we did the second round of adventures. Oh, that's right, because you didn't want to go into the attic. Okay, yeah, I remember this. 
Right, oh, I didn't so, want to listen uh, to what you said. Never mind, then we actually we didn't even know Cliffy B was here, I think. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, well, yeah, go. Cliffy B's upstairs, guys. So Let's go uh, crush his head with a rock. Like some kind of zombie or something. I think we can let him go now if you want. Uh, let's just ignore him, I'm sure. So I have right. a very important question. Okay. Yes. How are we in my basement if I don't have a basement? Um, Obviously, because Peter Molyneux dug it before he kidnapped everyone. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that you makes dumb idiot. Something Lucio, I thought I wouldn't have noticed. Question. <laughs> all you, all you have to do is look at the city zoning plans, and you can know he applied for a permit. <laughs> Don't get snotty, permit. Lucio. You didn't even know there was a manticore in your home. In fact, you should probably know still... that uh, Peter Molyneux has a mechanics lien on the house, so you're not going to be able to sell that without paying him. Well, jokes on him. Very large amount of money. So. Oh, I, I, it, uh, coincidentally, while I was kidnapped, I was also able to play some video games, and hear some video game news. Did you? Oh my god, did, did he make you play his own games? Because that would have been inhum- inhumane. <laughs> War crime. No, he brought him He brought him uh, probably something inhumane like Ubisoft uh, titles or something like that. Yeah, it was, it was a bunch of Ubisoft titles. He, was, he had like this really excited look on his face. Actually, it was, it was kind of like that scene in A Clockwork Orange where, you know, he holds the guy's eyeballs open and he just made me play one Ubisoft game after the next. That's actually how he got me unconscious. That's how he knocked me out. He didn't use Ether or Rufies or anything like that. He just made me play Ubisoft, Ubisoft games. That's tight. What a fucking monster. Like, super tight. So, you know, I, I, I think we have to prepare for, for composite Hideo Kojima to be a nemesis in the future. Yeah, that seems right. Now the real battle begins. <laughs> So, uh, while you were down here, Jay, did you happen to hear anything about the Assassin's Creed remaster for the Ezio collection? I I actually did hear about the Assassin's Creed remaster, and funnily enough, even though I was in this basement where there's no light and the only thing that comes in are uh, front magazines, I was able to hear that Polygon did a dishonest video on the Assassin's Creed remaster. It seems they did. Uh, (laughs) we, We thought this was just too funny not to mention... Uh, I'm actually surprised that in your in your torture basement that there wasn't just like a continuous feed of polygon footage. That would have been a little bit. More I think that was fitting. even too much for Peter Molyneux to handle. They made him watch the entire uh, Doom playthrough. But the polygon uh, put out. For those who don't know, the Assassin's Creed remaster came out, and there's some debate as to how much of a remaster it really is. Um, it, they didn't do a ton of work, it looks like. And, and I mean, I don't really expect them to. They, they updated the lighting, they scaled up the resolution, they made sure it was as smooth as they could for the new consoles, and then that was pretty much it. Like, they didn't really do anything else uh, to it. There's no new textures or anything like that. And by changing the lighting the way they have, it's made some characters look really kind of goofy, like a little goofier than they did before. Uh, the original Assassin's Creed is a very dark game, uh, just visually, like it's very, very dim. And so there was a lot of detail that got lost kind of in that darkness. But now that the whole game's lighter, it's basically the equivalent of like taking a dive bar uh, patron out into the light. Um, <laughs> and and, uh, and while, while sober. While sober. While sobering up. Right, right. And... Uh, but anyway, they're they're basically finding that there's some stuff that looks kind of goofy. But the thing in this video that Ubisoft did is, or that Polygon did, is they uh, took a particular cutscene where there's just like a really goofy guy in the background, 
And he's, Which is, by the way, randomly generated, goofy guy. So it's not like it's one of the normal characters. Right. So that's why it's a little dishonest, because it seems like they deliberately captured footage when, like, the worst-looking person was in the background. Right. And then to hammer that home, just in case you thought that it was an honest mistake, uh, they also uh, put in a lot of footage of a glitch uh, where there's some climbing that's fucked up, and they're showing it in, like, all these different locales and making it look like climbing is just busted in the game. And it turns out that it was a glitch that the original Assassin's Creed uh, had, and um, it's been there the whole I, time. I see. I got. Are, we, are we going to? Are we going to mention that all this stuff was kind of covered by like a little Asian girl? Oh, it was a it was a cute little Asian boy. I love him. He he uh, <laughs> he basically uh, went in and and debunked like the entire thing on his tiny YouTube channel. I mean, it's a bigger YouTube channel than ours, I think. But uh, well, it is now. Fuck him. And he made a great point. Which was, uh, you know, you can still argue it's a shitty remaster because there was a bug in the original version that they still couldn't be bothered to fix ten years later. Um, but I mean, yeah, that, that's that's what makes this story so interesting, right? Because was, it's already a, like a pretty shitty remaster. You don't need to like fabricate shit to make it worse. Yeah, so I guess it, that's it. Like there was a way to portray this and be honest and still have it look bad for Ubisoft, but instead they just decided to like really do a hatchet job on them. So, so I, I have a theory. Lay, lay your theory on me. I'm ready. I, I, I had a lot of time to think about it down here. <laughs> so it, it's like in the in in the wake of um, of Gamergate, right? And no matter what side the publication was on, they were able to just get that clickbait based around it and just generate hits. And then like all of the issues that that kind of made hot, right? Whether it was uh, journalistic integrity or if it was like. Um, I don't know, inclusiveness in video games, all that shit, right? And and they were able to, and, and all the video game publications were able to ride this way for years. And now it seems like for whatever reason, that is kind of dissipating. And like, you know, different websites have different reasons, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Goku was bought out. And I, I you know, I, I don't know what Polygon's numbers are, but I get the sense that they've been floundering for a while. Uh, so now these publications have actually forgotten how to be review websites and are they're just trying to do you know they're just throwing everything at the wall possible seeing with sticks so i think polygon did this big you know assassin's creed 2 oh bust it video uh because they think that's 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 what's in right it's cool to rag on ubisoft like ubisoft is the devil company so uh let's all make fun of them and that's something everyone can get into that's something you know our old enemies on reddit and all that can click and come to our site mm-hmm. that's true yeah, I mean that, that might be that might be like just out of touch enough for Polygon. <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh no, no, I think you, I think you, you have a good point because um, it's kind of like this is what it's, it's kind of like a middle-aged dad trying to like be cool with teenagers, right? You know, <laughs> right. it's Steve Buscemi with the hello, hello kids, <laughs> like matter. So um, maybe here's a question: we don't we don't talk a, about, a lot about GamerGate on on this podcast very deliberately but i do have yeah. a question which is do you guys think it's settling down at all or do you think it's just as bad as it ever was nah, i think it's settling down i, I would kind of say it's settling uh, gamer has been about video games for like a year oh well that's true i mean uh, i just mean like kind of the general tone like do you think that kind of clickbait that worked during that time still works as well as it used to or no, I think people have wised up to it. I think, think it's settling now. You think people yeah. finally got fatigued of like being outraged at all the time for I think they just moved on to different things. Or now we're just outraged about other things. 
like if you go into the Gamergate places, they declare victory against like games journalism and other like yeah. talking about like, the like, wage cap or some bullshit. I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like the the, the actual Gamergate uh, folks have kind of like moved on to other things and taking on you know political ideals and all that kind of stuff. And you know, on the other side, uh, with whatever you want to call them, the social justice people or whatever, um, it's kind of like you know. Video games still might need more work in that area or whatever, but it's kind of like that inclusiveness is there. So it's like Ubisoft. Um, uh, Ubisoft is actually a very good example because Watch Dogs 2, 2 has uh, this very multicultural cast with all sorts of stuff going on behind them. Um, but what I meant to say was um, was Bioware with like Mass Effect and Andromeda. It's like, oh, here's this character that you required and here's this character that you required. So it's like I can't generate that outrage anymore that this doesn't have those characters I was asking about. Uh, so what do I do? It's like, oh man, they listen to us. We have to go, and rather than giving them praise, let's go complain about something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I can't get uh, a bunch of Twitter hits by being mad about video games anymore. Now I have to go <laughs> find something else outlandish to be mad about. God, I, <laughs> right. was, uh, I was looking on Facebook the other day, and I had a suggested advertisement for Tillamook, the company that makes cheese and ice cream, and they made a commercial where they basically just have like a plate of food on a table and it's like this food has preservatives in it and then they smash it with an axe and the plate, <laughs> the plate breaks and the food flies everywhere and they're like we believe in real food here at Tillamook and people in the fucking comments were outraged by this commercial like <laughs> all of the comments were negative and it's like can't believe you smashed perfectly good food like why are you shaming people who can't afford to eat food that doesn't have preservatives in it and like it's just- <laughs> I couldn't even believe it was real. I was like, we're really mad about this? Like, Keep in mind that outrage is like... Um, oh, it's like a drug. Yeah, it's like, remember remember back on the, the RM2K forums, like everybody was into Funeral Quest for about two weeks? Oh my god, I love Funeral Quest. Yeah, Funeral Quest is great. Everybody really was very excited about it for a couple of weeks. And then we forgot about it because something else came along. That's what outrage is. That's our funeral. <laughs> well, you know, it's 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 funny in this day and age. It's like you know, if you paid attention to basically anything video games or comic books or politics or whatever it is. Um, I, you know, Lucio can probably speak to this better than I can because everyone everyone like accuses the other side of the same exact things. It accuses them of being like oversensitive and you need to grow thicker skin and you're threatened by everything. And then that same side complains that, oh, I'm threatened by this. So this one hurts my feelings. Oh, I can't put up with this anymore. But, but Jay, I've, been, the, the, I've been saying it for two years that both sides are actually the same. <laughs> like, but wait. They, they react the same way. They use the same tactics. Like, So are you saying that the theater doesn't have to be a safe space? I am I am saying that the theater does not have to be a safe space. Oh, my God. Like, wh- why is Donald... <laughs> Trump, the person that ran on everything is too politically correct, talking about safe spaces. It's like, <laughs> I mean, I think that's no, great. no, no, no. You guys, like, this right. is amazing. I think you guys misunderstood. Right? Um, you should not be politically correct unless it's specifically about them. Then you have to be one hundred percent politically correct. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes. My sense. favorite part of the whole thing of that was that uh, Pence was like, "I didn't care." <laughs> 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 <So>. <laughs> <laughs> right. But really, is everybody yeah, didn't know like, that. Oh, it's fine. They, they can say whatever they want. I don't yeah, care. He, he, he did say that. He's like, ah, it's no big deal. <laughs> like I, I, just, I, didn't, I didn't see that part. That makes it even worse. I know, yeah, it's man. amazing. 
It's the equivalent of what? He just needs to be patient until Donald Trump gets impeached. And then he's president. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's, a, that's enough politics for uh, for one uh, Enemy Slime podcast, episode number 150. But I have, I have, sure, I have so many more politics to talk about. We have to Jail talk Hillary. To, and that is like just jam-packed. With yeah, so I mean, I guess we're not going to be able to avoid it because, man, Watch Dogs Two talk about topical, uh, <laughs> or or is it? I don't actually know what what's. Uh... It's it's actually incredibly topical. So it, it's it's really strange because I thought this would be one of those things that. I mean, do we really run out of all the news? Is that it? That's all we're going to talk about. That was today. it. All right. There's really so, nothing going on, man. It's amazing. These are gentle, simpler uh, times. We're just sitting back and letting the waves crash over us. Oh, man. It's uh, kind of like what video games used to be. Yeah, I basically. can't tell. I got unkidnapped. I got rescued from Peter Molyneux at the exact right time. For the for the record, yeah. Michael, not to diverge, uh, Funeral Quest is not up and running anymore. And I have searched tirelessly to find the server files for it, and I just can't anywhere. Because I actually wanted to set it up at my office. <laughs> I mean, the website is still up, and I know I played it as recently as last year. Uh, I'd be impressed if that were true. Uh, if you can find a server file for it, I'll I'll pay you money. Oh, that I don't know about. Like, but uh, Or even somewhere to play it. But I don't think you'll be able to. But um, anyway. Challenge accepted. So, Jay, question. Because uh, I haven't watched as much Watch Dogs 2 footage as I would have liked to. Um... Is kombucha a healing item or is it kefir? Uh, kombucha. <laughs> I, like I, I, have not, I have not actually encountered kombucha. I don't have a, have a joke response to that. I've, I've encountered a lot of marijuana. Oh, have you? Yeah. Well, and now it's recreational in California. Now it's so. recreational. So uh, they're probably. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's marijuana time. They're probably real excited in the game about how naughty they're being by smoking it, but it's not even naughty anymore. Like, yeah. There's all sorts of naughty stuff in there that's not actually naughty. Did you guys hear about Vagina Gate? I have heard about Vagina Gate. Yeah, it was uh, kind of curious. Um, I guess the long and short of it was someone took a screenshot in game of some nudity and their account got banned by Sony uh, for yeah. it. And uh, yeah. then they went back and unbanned them and Ubisoft patched the game and made it so women are basically, they have Barbie doll genitals. But for some reason, men still have big old dongers. Yeah, they still have dongs. And uh, and it's, it's really weird. It's like it's like weird that people can take a penis, but they can't take a vagina. Yeah, I'm um, actually okay with that. For years, I I've actually, been stating we need more dongs in games. And, and I mean, we all I'm know that the, like, uh, Douglas can take a I'm penis. Just really, I'm just really surprised that everyone was like, <laughs> "It's like, no, no, that vagina has to go." Like, I'm, I'm, I, I want, I want both. Well, have you ever looked want, at them? They're terrible. I want the pillars and the stones and the ham sandwiches. I want everything. I mean, I feel like the penis uh, is the more offensive genit. Like it's protruding. It's coming at you. Like you know, it's uh, right. It's invasive. The vagina. So the vagina it, is retreating. It's leaving. It's it, fleeing. The v- the vagina is misogynistic. Well, that's that's true. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you can't you can't show one of those. That's oppressive for women. Yeah, I didn't think about it like yeah, that. Yeah, but there's still like a giant strip club I can walk into on the middle watch dogs too. Well, so misogynistic I, I, too. Video games I, I, are misogynistic. So I guess I guess my first they question teach us is to kill women. How easy is it to get naked to begin with? Like, are are lots of naked people in this game, or is this something that was yeah, like there super are a lot, rare? There are anyway? a lot of naked people in this game. No, it's not rare. Are there really? They're everywhere. Yeah, it's kind of foreign. I'm, I'm gonna need to pick it's this like, game up. They're like they're like just like. Areas that seem to be 
designated for like nudist NPCs. So they're like alleyways you can go down. Okay, so, and so you're fucking. They're like rougher okay. neighborhoods and. No, I'm not. I'm 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 100 serious. And well, you you're, you're saying the nudity is in the ghetto. I I listen. I after I heard about Vagina Gate, I went out of my way to like find nudity, and it was a lot easier to do it than I thought. Uh, and I can share the screenshots. I have a lot of them. Really? You really do? <laughs> yeah, I really do. That is so weird. Uh, <laughs> Why are you holding out? Man? I was in San Francisco not that long ago, and I do not remember seeing anyone naked. Um, uh shit there's something I mean, that, really, oh my god there's a, there's a there's a search phrase let me let me pull it up real quick i didn't walk through the tenderloin so I, maybe yeah. i missed the real good stuff you say, um, sure it just wasn't someone you didn't want to see naked and therefore you suppressed it I, i've just pushed it out of my memory yeah you didn't go by castro street did you no but i, I did uh i did as soon as i got off the free, uh subway and got up to street level i found a, a suitcase that had just been like dumped on the ground with like a bunch of clothing and i was I kind of wondered how long no, that happens there. in New York. Yeah, that's just a homeless guy. I just want to know. So the if you story if you search like, like if you like, if, fuck if, these clothes, if you search like <laughs> Bay to the Breakers, uh, I mean Bay to Breakers, you're just going to see like a lot of uh, of San Fran nudity. Yeah, why not? Uh, a Google, Google Google image search. I mean, it's not. Hey. I'm okay. Thanks so. Uh, no, it's not anything too too like offensive and out there. It's just there. Uh, so anyway. Um. Yeah, there there are a couple. There there's like there's, there's kind of a, a sub quest, a mini a mini quest where you can go and take pictures of different monuments, and you know you get you can level up that way, and you can um and you can um um get different emotes and all that shit. So the thing with that is there are people that are like classified as landmarks or whatever the fuck that you have to take your picture with and one of them is like a painted woman um you know so she's not wearing any clothes and her character model is clearly just uh just kind of naked only she's painted all these like wondrous colors um you know so that's like that's like right there and and it's just a ton of a ton of uh like secret little gardens and uh, small beach areas and all that kind of stuff where if you want to, you can just find a whole lot of naked butt. Uh, Man, this isn't even the butt. If you've been to a rave, you've seen worse. Yeah, anyway, so I, like, I, I'm not sure I'm not sure why why they chose this setting for like all this uh, all this nudity, but that's what they did. And if it's not nudity, then it's just like people wearing thongs. <laughs> uh, pretty much. All I'm hearing is game of the year. It's like a, normally a I would say it's because like the um the game developers are like repressed like virgins, but like the French are pretty liberal, so I don't know. Yeah, see that's like 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 what I was saying earlier about about like Polygon and doing whatever possible for hits. There are a lot of the smaller websites who are still digging for that false outrage. So they're like, oh, this guy must be lonely. You know, he must uh he must uh, not have any friends. He must not have a girlfriend. All that kind of stuff. So they're like really digging on that. Um all right, I've got some I've got some screenshots coming in here. Nice. <laughs> that you guys can look at. Thank God. Nice. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna mute my well, mic for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you you know what you need to do, my friend. I, I, I wouldn't rush to it if I were you. Uh so I mean aside aside from the nudity, there's other stuff going on in the game. And I can hack all the all see, this is the really weird thing. You can hack a naked person. Um, and you can call their cell phones, and they will pull the cell phone out out of their own flesh. 
I guess I guess there's only one place they can hide their cell phone. I mean, I know San Francisco is uh, a different place. That is definitely a penis. Like, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. I, I like that Mark looks kind of like. And so this guy's there's, just, there's, this guy's just walking around San Francisco, like for no. He's reason. just walking around. There's the painted girl landmark I was talking about. Okay. Sure. Uh, let's see. God, you look like a tool. Oh, thank you. Oh, is that the main character? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well, that's Jay's main character. The Venetian. Well, I, 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 he I looks like Kanye West before he was hospitalized. I was gonna yeah, say, see, when is your what, album gonna a, be out, Jay? That 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 was that was before I found the more upper end places, uh, the higher quality places. Right, I'm trying to find a a chick here. Like, uh, I don't think I have her full frontal. By the way, no, we will not her... be sharing these screenshots on the website. <laughs> I love I, I love her, the look on this uh, on the painter like, girl's face. Boobies. I love the look um, on the painter's girl's face. It's like, what are you doing? Why are you taking a selfie? Right, like this is not cool. It's super yeah. uncool to take a picture. <laughs> she's, she's not cool with your. I mean, she's in public, so uh, there's there's certainly you're you're allowed to take the picture but like yeah. yeah she's clearly asking for it i mean you know you could be a little nicer than that so just there you go a girl, nice a girl tending to her to her garden just not wearing anything um all right well, you know okay you saw, uh, i really remember just... when california contributed to the war effort i just <laughs> i just don't feel like this is the san francisco i visited but i you know maybe i need to go back maybe uh, too, man. i hey yeah. nay that's it's like whatever <laughs> Maybe you need to write a killer app, bro. I guess. I yeah, you do need to write a killer app. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that's uh, yeah, that's all I have uploaded. But I I took like a ton more. Okay, so <laughs> I bet you did, Jay. I'll bet you did. So we got the nudity out of the way. How's the game? We got the nudity out of the way. What it's game? a, oh, a right. huge a improvement over Watch Dogs. Like fucking huge. Like everything is better. There's there's not there's not a thing that they didn't fix. Uh, driving is better. Like I, I don't think I don't think Ubisoft is ever going to get that Rockstar level of driving, but All right, it's a lot right. better. You know, um, the hacking is a lot more fun. It's like you're never you're no longer just raising poles in the street. You can still do that if you want. You can still raise and lower poles. Is it uh, easier? You can still... <laughs> is it easier to lose the cops? That was my big complaint in first Watch Dogs. Is I just like yeah, it's it's it's, it's easier to lose the cops. They're still a little clingy, but it's it's a lot easier to use it. You don't and you don't have to like pull a ton of shit out your ass to lose them anymore like mm-hmm. if you just drive fast and you know do 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 what you did do in a gta you just drive fast and uh take to the alleys and go off road and all that kind of stuff and mm-hmm. you can lose them pretty easy um the ai seems to send a chopper super quick after you like it doesn't seem to take a whole lot for them to send a helicopter so that's when it gets a little annoying uh there's there's a there's a hack to get rid of the helicopter but it it's um it's pretty far into your skill tree. It's like pretty pricey, and mm. it just doesn't seem worth it. But for the most part, cops are a lot easier to evade now. Um, That's good. And my my like my favorite thing, and I think this is a lot of people's favorite hacks. You 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 now get uh, Marcus has something like two or three new um, uh, new hacks that Ada didn't have, like like full skill trees, right? So you have so social engineering is one of the new ones. And social engineering basically allows you to put a hit out on someone or put out like an, an APB on someone. Oh, I so saw it's the that. APB. Yeah. So like, you know, you can you can summon police or gang members to come and deal with your problems for you. Um, and so um, I feel like that's, that's like, uh, I feel like that's a feature that is rife for uh, controversy because you can like call on police strikes on black people. I mean, you would, it would well, be, see, the, the, but there's also pushing all of so, us. You know, 
Yeah, I, that's the thing. There are there are like there are, there are literally um, there are five different gangs because I think they didn't want to offend any one group. Like the last game, it was only one gang, right? Uh-huh. It was a gang of all black people, so that's why everyone was all up in arms. Um, like I didn't fucking care, but it was like just one of those things. Like, oh, this is racist, all that. But now they have like five gangs, and each gang is something different. So you have a black gang, you have a Latino gang, you have an Asian gang, you have like the Russian mob or the European mob or whatever they are, and then you have um, like a racist white gang um biker gang the sons of anarchy so that's um uh so you know when you when you summon an apb on the cops you you basically summon them on any gang that's in the area right then because they'll literally engage anyone um and i think you know i I think that's the reason no one said anything because it's like there are five different gangs and in fact uh it's very similar to the last watchdogs where story-wise you do find out that the gangs are being orchestrated into something bigger, mm-hmm. but this time they're all being led by like this one kind of uh, 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 rotund white woman who's head of the enemy hackers. They're called like primate. You're, you belong to dead sec. They're primate, and and you know she's us- using her hacking capabilities to use the gangs and coordinate them against each other and against you and all that kind of shit. So I think I think it's made it a lot harder to complain. Um, and it's kind of a clever way to deal with the problem uh, of like being accused of the racist and all that by having literally this multiculturalism of street gangs because you can't like accuse favorites, you know. Um, no, it's uh, really clever to get away from accusations of rape or racism by making a white person do it. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely <laughs> that's, that's the easiest way. <laughs> a rotund white person. Ever tell my friend? That's that's true. Um, that's as that's you know, as unracist and, as it gets, man. Having just a little fatty <laughs> runner. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jared, beauty at any size. Didn't you know? Yeah, no, I'm aware. So it's we're, like we're, we're, it's really fat weird. Podcast now. Yeah, we're a fat so, podcast. Are we? Oh, cool. So, like when you when you do when you do put out the gang hit, you're 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 basically summoning a random gang. It's completely randomized. It doesn't seem to care about the area or anything like that. And um, um, and I was in Oakland, and for some reason, all of the gangs had real estate in Oakland. Even the Sons of Ragnarok. That's like my Sons of Ragnarok car that I stole from them there. Um, and they were like, and um, and yeah, I, I guess I guess they just really it's like let's make sure that the gang has all faces. Oh, and there are women in the gang now. So, uh, <laughs> there's that as well. Uh, uh, it's, it's all inclusive, all inclusive gang warfare. So you could kill men and women, have them kill each other. It's great. What about the transgendered and differently abled people? Yeah, they're in there. Oh, okay, good, good. Are they called uh, the reps? The, the so, like so Deadsec- gang is, uh, is one of the most powerful. Dead, Dead Sec is composed of uh, Marcus, the, the the new guy who send, somehow ends up leading him. There's uh, Horatio, his brother from another mother. Uh, there is Satara. You know, I, I think in the pre-release material she was Muslim, but I think they got some complaints about that, and there are, like, no traces of it in the actual game. Uh, so she's just, like, an Indian girl from, like, Calcutta now. Um, there is, let's see, we have... Uh, Wrench, who's like the white guy, he's like the anarchist, but he's hidden behind a mask. Uh, you have Josh, who is the autistic member of the group, and well, uh, really, that, yeah, really, 
like, I, 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 I like, I like back myself up with, with the nudity. You would think you wouldn't question me on anything. Like, no, you, no, I was just like, did you just, did you, I, I guess what I'm wondering is like, did you just figure out he was autistic or is that like how he introduces himself? You could, you, well, you can tell. And then, um, there are like files and all that, that mention it later on. And, sure uh, sex interactions with him are like, you know, they have to, they have to explain what literal things mean and all that kind of stuff. So like it's, you, it's you uh, come in and you're like, we have to hack the evil corporation. He's like, hold on. I'm not done counting these spoons on the floor. <laughs> that's yeah, right, actually right. kind of like, well, that's actually kind of close. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, it's still that it's hell ratio. It's, oh, he's kind of made me all like, wait, what? He's, he's a spoon counter. It's a normal thing. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's not counting spoons, but it's, it's it's like shit like that. You like they they have to carefully explain to Josh, you know, why they're doing what they're doing and what's it important, what's important, and, and what slang means and all that kind of stuff. So that's DeadSec, and then DeadSec has allies, friends. One of them is Miranda. Miranda is a city councilwoman, and she is a transgender woman who was a friend of Marcus when you know before she transitioned, and she helps Marcus take down the evil Scientology-based group named uh, New Dawn. So um, so that is the Burger King Kids Club that is Dead Sec. I, I like um, it. It's, uh, that's very culturally diverse. Like, great job, mm -hmm. Ubisoft. Congratulations. We're all real proud of you. Um, fantastic. Is this like Bioware where they parade them out and like line up everybody and it's like, here's our black guy? Here's well, I think I think here's I, our I transgender. Think yeah, we have accolades, please. <laughs> that is a good question. Like, does it feel organic, or does it feel like they just knew that they had to do that? No, it feels organic, and that's like what's so I mean, shocking about it to me. Like, Marcus, Marcus feels like a real guy, right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't, he doesn't feel like like yo, yo, what up? I'm here to hack these bitches, you know, all that shit. Right. He uh, didn't, he didn't just finish his like uh, his season of college basketball. Right, right. Marcus, Marcus, Marcus feels like a real, just regular dude, and you know he he does feel he feels like a black man. You know he feels like a black man, uh, uh, but like kind of a black nerd, all that, all that shit. Um, which I'm sure Doug knows a lot about. I don't know anything about oh, yeah. that. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad to finally play a character that's like me. Um, right. You know, and, and then you see and your wait, character wait, 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 naked. Hold on, does hold he have on. a huge penis? Doug, you're a nerd like me. <laughs> yes, I, I am a, a huge nerd. And I'm black, and I love crack, and I have a giant penis. <laughs> He's a blurred. I knew all those other things, but wow. So, um, so I have like bad so... credit, <laughs> right? Marcus has bad credit too, but he can hack CTOS to change that. So CTOS is back. Um, after after Chicago Bloom came back, and they built CTOS bigger and better, and it's actually created a lot of problems for Dead Sex San Francisco. Uh, you know, DeadSec actually complains a lot about what happened in Chicago. Um, so the white man fucking it up for the minorities again. So, um, oh yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot the question, but yeah, they do they do feel organic, and and a lot of and and Bioware, what Bioware does is it often feels like they're doing whatever is kind of required by law or something. It's like when you know when you when you sleep with a gay person in Bioware, it's like they just randomly become a gay because you want them to be. Not because, you know, they actually are that way or there's any depth or character thought to it. And, you you know, you hang around DeadSec and they're like normal people that, that like watching stupid movie trailers and playing video games and all that shit. You know, Sitara, it's more important that Sitara was like this rich girl who grew up being bounced around between all these elite schools 
Um, and then she like left her parents and became an artist. And it is that she is um, Indian, you know. So it's um, it's it's more important that that Josh is like this um, uh, this this hacker who needed focus and needed friends and all that than this that he's autistic. So 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 the fact so characters first really comes into place, and and that's something I don't think Ubisoft has kind of done for a long time because Ubisoft does a lot of caricatures and there's a lot of um um but I think with uh Watch Dogs 2 they got it right and I don't know a lot about the writer but I feel like he's done other stuff that that's kind of more diverse and human and that that's really impacting the narrative but anyway um I'm surprised at how well the narrative works because it really really shouldn't fucking work and I believe I'm about halfway into the game and I have not seen a single situation in Watch Dogs 2 yet where anything is like made up by Ubisoft. Everything is based on real world shit, like everything in the game. That's so the very first act you do, yeah, the very yeah the very first act you do is uh, um, on this movie called um, Cyber Driver, which is like this corny kind of um, Fast and the Furious meets Knight Rider kind of movie, right? Um, and they're big fans and all that, so they want to go and hack the footage and steal the trailer and cut their own version of it. Um, but as you do, as you venture into the studios and as you start stealing data, you realize that the cyber driver hack is modeled off of the Sony hack. Um, you know, the next hack that you perform, you know, Ubisoft makes a ribbit itself. It's like, you know, we're sick of our trailers being leaked. And then Marcus is like, hey, guys, I have an idea. Let's go hack Ubisoft and leak their next trailer. Um, I, I, you know, it, Anything you can name, um, uh, Mart- Martin Schlecky, you know, the piece of shit pharmacist Shkreli. guy. Shrekelly, isn't it? Shrekelly, yeah. Shrekelly, Shrekelly, something like you, that. You, you hack him. Um, you know, you have to hack Sitara's teenage sister because she's showing off her booty on webcams and you have to show <laughs> her why that's not cool, all that stuff. So, like, everything, every, every, everything, uh, whether it's a big hack or a small small hack everything seems to have like this real basis and everyone i've gone gone up against is like some weird mirror of the real world so there's like sony and then there's like facebook and there's like this weird combination of cisco systems and apple <clears throat> and um and i've gone against them all so far and um and it, it really feels like one of those things where since they're using so many real world examples it feels like it should not work in the narrative it feels like it should be corny and all that kind of stuff but it really doesn't it really feels like organic and natural like this stuff is really happening in the Watch Dogs 2 world um, I actually kind of like that though um, I think yeah. it's something new and kind of different because I guess kind of uh, GTA got kind of close to it with the whole like uh, hack Apple and blow but then the, you kill them with a cell phone <laughs> <laughs> and so it kind of goes off the rails, you know? I guess, do you think Ubisoft meant for this to happen, or they just completely stumbled across right? <laughs> like, they just, like, they, I mean, it's a million monkeys with a million typewriters, right? Like, eventually, they have to push all the right buttons in order to make, like, a good game. Like, they're no, not pro- being super serious, and then it just comes across as ridiculous, but it works. What probably happened is that they were like, I have no idea what to do for missions. I don't know. Let's go into Google News. <laughs> and type hacking. I I I think that's that's probably what happened. So my question is um, a little simpler than that. Do you recommend it so far? Like so far, I I I think I do. It's it's there. There are some stumbles. It's there, you know, because it is Ubisoft. Um, 
there are some moments where I get like incredibly pissed, but in the grand scheme of the rest of the game, I'm having a pretty good time overall. Um, you know, and I'm I'm still bouncing. I, I'm still bouncing between a three and a four. But at present, I will say this: at present, since we do choose multiple games for Game of the Year, Watch Dogs Two is in consideration for one of my games of the year. Interesting. Um, one thing that I wanted to yeah. ask you, Jay, which I, I know this is going to sound kind of like a weird question, and I, you might not have an answer for it. But on the footage that I've seen for Watch Dogs 2, it looks very similar to GTA 5 in just terms of like the look and feel of it, but it looks very much, it looks more empty than GTA 5. Is that the case in your experience, or is it just like a weird coincidence? It's not a weird coincidence. It's, it's, it's very clear to me that Ubisoft followed all of their betters on this game. So there are elements of Infamous Second Son, there are elements of GTA 5, and there are elements of Saints Row the Third in this game. Um, like there are def- definitely, I, I would say unequivocally elements of all three. Um, but I, I, I do feel Ubisoft is still struggling with the open world, um, because there are some parts of San Francisco that just aren't interesting. Uh, and it's, you know, it's an interesting city. So you would think they could make it full of life and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I felt like the world in second sun was a little small, but it was a, a huge playground for Delson. And then in GTA Five, it looked exactly, you know, like LA. I, I, in fact, had had guests come over one time that don't know anything about video games, and then they saw GTA Five, and it's like, oh, it's LA. Um, but but Watch Dogs Two has like these pockets, like these areas that are really interesting to look at or really interesting to play around in. Um, they're usually pretty far off the map, so you don't typically have reason to explore them. But just the other night, I found a salt farm. Um, hmm. which, you know, is, 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 and there are dirt bikes all around. I'm like, okay, it's pretty obvious what they want me to do here. Um, so I hopped a dirt bike and I started racing around the salt farm and just like launching myself off ramps and through t- tunnels and all that shit. And it was a lot of fun. It was like some of the most fun I had in the game, but there's like no mission there. There's like under no circumstances is Marcus going to hack a salt farm. Um, <laughs> Not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just far and out of the way, and and you just go to it and grab it, and then, um, so 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 it's weird. It's 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 Ubisoft is definitely still struggling in that area. So it's not the most exciting open world ever, but there are definitely some nice set pieces in it. Um, you know, there there's a there's a place called Invite, which is um. No, I'm not thinking of it. I'm thinking of Noodle. Noodle Noodle is their version of Google. When you go to the Noodle campus, um, I'm sure that there, there's, there's probably a mission there later on. If there is a mission, I haven't seen it yet. But you go to the Noodle campus, and there's a bunch of little robots that you can act. Uh, you can go there and shop for clothing, and then you're basically free to explore the campus. And it's just got some weird shit to do. Like, Marcus can go on a giant slide and slide down it. Um, oh, that's because in the news, the Google <laughs> thing has a slide. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's what Watch Dogs Two is. It's I like, love how Lucy no, no, has like such contempt for the slide. Like, oh, that's just it's because they have a slide. <laughs> it's like I don't know. It's so weird to me. I mean, I have nothing against slide. So that slide is why half of your coworkers don't work as hard as they should. <laughs> because everybody thinks they should work at Google. This is the major comparison, and 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 Jared can speak to this because he played one. They want to work in an adult job. Yeah, what? And, uh, <laughs> tell tell me. In one, the big the your big special vehicle that you get is like this hearse that you steal from Deadmau, right? Uh huh. 
Um, and it's a shitty car. Well, I mean, they're all <laughs> so shitty yeah, cars. Paris, but, they're all shitty cars, but the, like, you know, precision drive it at high speeds. But the hearse, the hearse is particularly like stupid, right? Uh-huh. Um, and that's like the big special car you get, and that's like the only special one in the game. Watchdog, uh, Watchdogs too. You know, I just found this out. It has like seven special cars that you can get. But the very first mission that the game sends you on, the whole cyber driver mission, you end up with a fucking talking car. You end up with like a, a talking firebird car. Um, and that's awesome. It's like, you know, it's 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 the first thing you do. It's the first car you get. Um, you don't have to buy anything else if you don't want to. You can just stick with that one. And it's just a huge, huge turnaround from like, oh, yeah, this is the big deal. Aiden gets a fucking hearse. Um no, Marcus gets a talking firebird. That's much cooler. Um, you know, there's 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 some stuff I didn't mention. There's um, uh, one of the bigger features in Watch Dogs 2 is now Marcus gets like a drone. He gets a drone and he gets an RC car. And both of those are pretty instrumental in solving puzzles. Um, and they're just great for everything. Like you can, use, you can use them to scout out locations. So you no longer have to jump from one camera to the other trying to find what's the right camera that's going to give you the right position to tell you enemy movements. You just throw your drone out there, you scan the entire area, and then you summon a gang hit on your target, and then it's done. Uh, you're good. You can walk in and grab whatever you want, grab your money, grab your items, whatever you find. Um, and they're both used in um, in puzzles. There are, you know, there are uh, hacking... Or they're, 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 it's it's like some kind of network that you have to connect or whatever. It's a very similar puzzle to what was in some of the hacking puzzles in Assassin's Creed 4 and Black Flag and in Rogue. Mm-hmm. Um, only they're all across the environment. So it, it's inside buildings. It's, you know, on the face of graffiti murals, all that kind of stuff. And you basically, you can drag Marcus around and solve them, but it's much easier to use one of the two drones to go ahead and just solve that environmental puzzle. Um, and those are pretty fun too, actually. Uh, so I don't know. I think they did a good job with this one. I, you know, everyone said it was take Watch Dogs 2 to get it right. Kind of like Assassin's Creed took Assassin's Creed 2 to get it right. Um, and they did it. <laughs> Got it right. That's, that's good to hear. And weird. <laughs> Incredibly weird. <laughs> yeah, very weird. Like... I, 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 I think a lot of people, like, I think because of the last... Two years, not even Ubisoft's lifespan. Just the last two years, everyone lost a lot of faith in in Ubisoft. And uh, Watch Dogs Two isn't hitting near the sales numbers that they said. Right. And you know, I can say that if you hadn't gotten it for me, then I would have never touched this game. Um, I'm liking it quite a bit, but I would have never in a thousand years thought of buying this because it's like, oh yeah, everyone said the last Watch Dogs was great all the video game publications and they basically fucking lied to me. The last of Watch Dogs was horrible. Um, and I wouldn't have touched it. And you know, it's like everything that they've released, they fucked up. There's Far Cry Primal and then there's the crew and it's even the good games that they released. You know, there's like the division, which wasn't developed by them, but it was published under them. The division was massively fucked up. Rainbow six was fucked up and they all needed a ton of updates before they got it right. So it's like, there's zero reason to trust Ubisoft. <laughs> there's zero reason. No, no, yeah, but they're still fucking up. Like, you know, we just talked about the uh, Edge collection. Yeah, yeah, they are still fucking up. Uh, but the, this is like the one time that they, they did something right. So good job, Ubisoft. Way to go, you guys. I want to uh, talk a little bit about uh, two other games before we, before we wrap up. Um, and the first of those is uh, Planet Coaster. 
which also came out this week. In fact, everything we're talking about came out this week. It's so it's the most topical podcast ever. And uh, I talked a little bit about Planet Coaster. I think back when uh, I was I got into the Alpha and was just playing through that. And I think I mentioned to you guys that like it's a very faithful recreation of Roller Coaster Tycoon Three. It's from the same developer, uh, and um, it v- feels very very similar. But it had some issues, uh, mostly revolving around paths and things like that. I was obviously kind of pining for a campaign that wasn't in the game yet. And there was just a lot of stuff that was missing. Almost maybe like too big an amount of stuff. Like the entire park management uh, panel was basically gone. You couldn't set the price to get into the park. You couldn't, uh, you know, make like there were a lot of adjustments that you couldn't make. But anyway, I finally got my hands on the retail copy, and I am happy to report that uh, pretty much everything is good. Like the things that I didn't think that they would be able to fix, they they have pretty much completely fixed. Oh, okay, so it's like you know, so this is the podcast where they fix things you don't think they can fix. I didn't think they could. Like I had all these weird problems with the pathing system and like connecting roads and. Uh, it just felt so intrinsic to the game and like such a core feature that I thought, well, they should have fixed this before they even did anything else. Like I wouldn't have even put roller coasters in the game until I had it working. Uh, so, so how far how far out was that demo that you demo that you played from the actual product? Like how long ago was that? I mean, it was labeled as an alpha. They didn't have the beta until just a couple of weeks ago, or maybe even a week ago. Um, I think I received that alpha in October. So I mean, it, oh wow, it has Jeez. not it has not been very long, um, and I feel like maybe they were deliberately holding back content in it. Like I, I think there was probably content that was already more done, basically. Um, but man, it is solid. The campaign is is great. It's a little too easy, I think, sometimes, but uh, it's a lot of fun. It's similar to Roller Coaster Tycoon Three, where they basically drop you into like a partially assembled theme park. And uh, your job is to make it profitable to go in and add rides and concessions and make the changes that it needs to have made to it to make it actually earn money. And uh, those segments work really well. They're a lot of fun. Um, There's a ton of community content already. Like there's lots of people making rides and buildings. And now with the way that the internet works, it's a lot simpler for you to download that stuff. like you've always been able to download other people's content in that series, but now it's just a matter of like clicking through a, a in-game menu and basically grabbing whatever you want. So that stuff's pretty. Okay, neat. stop. It's time to get serious. Uh-oh. Has anyone recreated Mr. Bones' wild ride? <laughs> no one <laughs> has recreated Mr. Bones' wild ride, to my knowledge. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't get it yet. But that doesn't mean that they shouldn't. Uh, and if I had more time and patience, I would I would saddle that uh, that responsibility myself. If you're not familiar with Mr. Bones's Wild Ride, it is a uh, ride created in Roller Coaster Tycoon Two, I think, that uh, runs incredibly slowly. It's like the simplest little car track, and <laughs> they made it so long that it takes months of in-game time to ride. <laughs> and so people people get on it and then you, you could see the guest thoughts and almost every single guest is thinking I want to get off of Mr. Bones' wild ride 
but they can't. They're stuck there forever. And my favorite part is while the guests are on the ride, uh, the person who created it took the exit and connected the path so the only place it goes to is the entrance to the ride. (laughs) So after months of their lives have gone by, they get off Mr. Bones' wild ride, and the only place to go is... Back to the entrance. <laughs> Back to the entrance. Well, it wasn't so bad. Let's try it again. But yeah, people have. There is a video that you can watch where someone remade the ride in Roller Coaster Tycoon Three, so you can actually like relive what it's like to get on it in first person and ride the ride. And it's just. It's, and just so you know, it's a forty-nine minute video. It's, it's insufferable. It's so miserable. And I hope to God someone makes it in Planet Coaster. There are a couple problems that I've had so far. Uh, the game is not great as far as performance goes. I don't really blame it because there is a lot happening on screen and, and clearly a lot of calculations they have to make. And, and on top of it, like the game looks very pretty. Um, but uh, it has definitely reminded me that it's time to build a new computer. Like um, it, It's made that pretty clear. Um, what else is there? There was another... Well, part. there's a new GTX for you to grab now. Right. Um, I really, this message brought to you by NVIDIA. Give us free stuff. I really didn't feel like I was that far behind in the graphics card game. I actually think I think in this game, I'm actually getting more hamstrung by my processor, which is a few uh, years. AMD uh, Sempron. It is not an AMD <laughs> Sempron. Doug, I'm a Celeron man. Please. Celery man. I'm a Celeron man. <laughs> okay, well, can we still ask NVIDIA for a new GTX? I mean, yeah, we so, should still see what we can do there. Get Get in the game. It's nerf for nothing. Is that so? You know, you know what Atari did, right, uh, Jared? What Atari did? Yeah. Aside from fuck up Roller Coaster Tycoon. Right. Yeah. They... So they were, they were set to release a new Roller Coaster Tycoon called uh, Coaster Tycoon World. Uh huh. And when they announced the the release date for um, the one that you're playing, um, they just decided to release Roller Coaster Tycoon World a day earlier. Uh-huh, Completely yeah. unfair. Oh, nice. Just to kind of like, you know, get some of those confusion sales from it. That, that, that always works well. It like, has... remember, does anyone anyone remember that time uh, Final Fantasy XIV tried to beat the new World of Warcraft expansion? Yeah, that worked as well for them. <laughs> they it only took them three years to get back on track. Yeah. So, no, yeah. Let's see. Uh, the That's reviews, pretty... the reviews for Roller Coaster Tycoon are uh, very bad. Yes, as I'm because sure, it's an unfinished game. As I'm sure you could guess. Uh, let's see. If only they had waited one more day. There's a good. <laughs> there go. I'll read. I'll read you guys some reviews. There's a good and a bad thing about this game. Bad. It exists. Good. So does Planet Coaster. <laughs> oh, burn. Clever. I will keep it short and sweet. In this stage, it's more like SimCity 2013 when it should be more like City Skyline. That's my comparison. That's an easy review. Refund it while you still can. Great game. There's a review that just says great game, and it has a bunch of votes saying the review is funny. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Steam Steam reviews are one of the better things to come out of Steam. Yeah, it's it's pretty nasty. Oh! Oh, they've gotten hammered. But yeah, it was kind of like a shitty, like, you know, smarmy shit they did. They just released an unfinished game trying to, like, capitalize 
Well, and this is after they already so, made Roller Coaster Tycoon 4, which they tried to make a mobile title. So, I mean, like, these guys haven't been taking good care of the franchise for a while now. Yeah. What, what were you going to say, Jay? I was going to I was going to say that uh that Lucio's comment reminded me of something that I, I want us to upload somewhere. Something that you want us to yeah. upload somewhere. So yeah, because I just I just remembered After X randomly the other day. <laughs> yeah, we need to figure out uh, we need to figure out what to do with the old After X stuff because man, it's great. <laughs> I, was, I was just thinking, there's like just one line where the main character aces Reggie. Those boxes are called pixels, and anytime you see them, you can be sure something outdated, amateur, and shitty is coming. I think I was meant to describe the comic, but that literally describes everything on Steam. <laughs> Actually, it's not a bad comparison. Yes, it, it was supposed to just be a self-referential joke about <laughs> what terrible artists we were. But, uh, hey, fuck you. Well, yeah. <laughs> not you. You're surprisingly... No, no one is talking about you. You are a golden boy, Michael. Michael's surprisingly talented at, like, shitty MS Paint art. Like, it's, <laughs> it's the worst superpower uh, you could have, but it almost certainly is a superpower. What about my penis wielder comic? Yeah, no, I mean, you guys are both way better at it than me. I'm <laughs> I'm by far the least talented artist uh, when it comes to that stuff. Maybe just in general. But um, but yeah, anyway, Planet Coaster is, uh, I would say, definitely worth checking out if you're a fan of uh, if you're a fan of the old Roller Coaster Tycoon games. It has its fair share of just little problems. Uh, there's some parts that I think are more cumbersome than they have to be and like controls that are kind of wonky in places. But um, and actually, I think my biggest complaint in the game is in the campaign research takes forever. And so you'll build like the three things that you can build and then you're out of stuff and you're just sitting waiting around for uh, your research to go. And um, that needs to be sped up a little bit, I think, to make it more enjoyable. Sounds like you have plenty of time to build Mr. Bones well, right? Yeah, that's true. Not, if you're not busy, there's no reason not to. Uh, some of the pre-made parks that they give you are really impressive, and they make me feel very inferior because <laughs> you can you can very clearly tell in these parks where they've assembled like some of it, and then you take over. You can really clearly just like look at it and see where I took over, uh, and. It, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like if uh, it's like if a, a very talented artist came in and drew like a life, you know, a lifelike picture of a woman, and then I got to do like her eyes. <laughs> you so, so what you're saying, Jerry? I wanna I wanna make a a, a better metaphor. It's the restoration, right? Sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's this beautiful medieval painting of Jesus, and you just do like <laughs> a weird face on it. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's actually a pretty good description of it. The investors think it's very sweet that you let your retarded stepson work on the park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, one of the levels uh, you're building a theme park in a uh, uh, like a rich people's estate, and they're supposedly like very picky about um, you know how it looks and stuff like that. And mine looks fucking terrible. Like <laughs> they just they just write it in the description. I don't think they're actually going to get mad at me, but it's kind of embarrassing what I've done to their beautiful <laughs> estate. <laughs> it's it's really tacky and just like sad. And all the all the pre made levels usually come with one ride, and they're like deeply built into the into like the surrounding areas. And like there's one that is so cool. That's this 
uh, car ride that you go on, and it, it's almost like something you'd see at Disneyland, where it's not really like a thrill ride so much as it is like there's stuff to look at, and there's this like sea monster that pops out, and like pirates battling, and it's built into this cliffside, and it's super elaborate, and I mean you can barely even see it when you zoom out of the map because it's so built into the level. Wow! And, and then I just put like a merry-go-round on top of it. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck to do. It's like, we need more rides. And I was like, well, let's get a merry-go-round in here. <laughs> so why did they bring you along, Jared? I don't know. I don't know why they invited me. But uh, definitely, like I said, definitely worth checking out. How's Pokemon, though? Oh, I don't know. You haven't played much of it. Or have you? how much have you? How far are you? Not very far, I would assume. Well, I played for half an hour. Have you gotten uh, a Pokemon yet? And I, I still don't have a Pokemon. Wait, for real? <laughs> Yeah. How can that be? <laughs> it's so far just been like a ton of like cutscenes and then just go here and watch another cutscene. That doesn't sound but, right. Why? <laughs> they, they, uh, I, they nailed it the first time around. Are you a boy or a girl? What is your Pokemon? What's your rival's name? Go. That's yeah, it. but but that's not that's not like an, an action storyline that's gonna get me that Batman versus Superman money. <laughs> I mean that that's fun. It's fun that Nintendo's like trying something new or uh, whatever. But I mean, I don't know. Like, I kind of would so, like a so, Pokemon by the half hour mark. <laughs> Have you gotten into a fight? Have you controlled someone else's Pokemon at least? Or like, no, no. What? Is this so, like, is so this like Kingdom Hearts two? Are you Roxas? Like, I I feel like that's where it's leading because that's actually a very good question because this game opens up first. It's like okay. Uh, so welcome to Alola. Uh, take your passport picture, and you know I take my passport picture, and then I see a cutscene of this blonde girl in a white dress, uh, just running what through what I assume is customs, right, and smuggling an illegal Pokemon in, and then there are all these security guards chasing her, mm-hmm. um, and she escapes the building, um, and then it's like, oh, meow with Goldman, wake up. Enemy J, whatever. So <laughs> Meowth comes and wakes me up, and my mom tells me it's time to go get a Pokemon. Uh, I, I go and meet the professor. He's like, okay, come on, let's walk along the ancient path to the next town. I'm like, all right. And he says, okay, so welcome to the wonderful world of Pokemon. You're about to get your Pokemon. Are you excited? And I say, sure. He's like, good. Look at all these other trainers with Pokemon. They're really happy. Okay, let's go. And so he takes us to the next town. And he's like, oh, I actually don't see the guy that's supposed to give you your Pokemon. How about you go find him? I go walking up this ancient temple path. And I'm like, okay, I'll go up the ancient temple path. I go, and there's the little blonde girl again. Um, you know, just like Namine. And I follow her, and, you know, she starts running across this rickety... No, her Pokemon jumps out and runs across the rickety bridge. Uh, some sparrows start attacking it, and she's like, oh no, what am I supposed to do? So my guy goes, and he intercepts the Pokemon and the Spiro peck at his back uh, and wow. the bridge gives out from under him and he starts to plummet towards the river below. Uh, some kind of superhero Pokemon comes and rescues him and deposits him back on the cliff. And the girl's like, oh, well, that was an adventure. Hey, I'm kind of scared to walk back down the mountain path. Can you escort me back? And I'm like, okay, let's go walk back. And that's where I left off. Man. <laughs> this isn't really what I signed up for. I feel like uh, I feel like there's some like core Pokemon things missing there, but it, it's it's all it's all cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it'll uh, be great once you get your 
fucking Pokemon. <laughs> this is very. I'm 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 very I'm very well at this point. I kind of I want I kind of wanted to be like Lucio playing uh, Xenosaga, where. Um, <laughs> We're by like hour twenty. Okay. But wait, let me let me pitch this to you real quick. What <laughs> if what if instead of uh instead of ever getting a Pokemon for the first like twelve hours in the game, you just have to fight them yourself with your fists. <laughs> Punch them with your fists. Yeah, like yeah. You, you just go to the first gym and just beat the shit out of the guy's Pokemon. <laughs> He summons like a little grass starter and you just pound its face in <laughs> until it's all bloody and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I assume after I escort this girl back down the cliff, then I have to get my Pokemon. Then there's no way they can keep delaying it. Um, I oh, guess I'm oh, impressed with the camera. To think this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see. I want to see them. I want to see them just like experiment with how far they can go before people. <laughs> We're not giving you a Pokemon. Like, how long can you actually push it before your players just give up? Like, they have to play test that at some point and actually like, like I, I, factor it in. <laughs> I you know I hear about all the cool shit Pokemon can do. I'm just not allowed to have one. Like they're telling <laughs> they're telling me the entire oh, is, reason. Isn't that even worse? I feel like Kingdom Hearts <laughs> two must have had to have gone before a focus group at some point because, and I don't know why I said focus group so weird, but uh, I feel like I feel like its intro basically ends at almost the exact point where I was ready to just say like fuck this game. <laughs> like I feel like Dude, are you are you telling me? Are you telling me you didn't like running around town doing summer jobs for three I hours of the game? Hated it, and and I literally was like right on the cusp. I'm like, this is going back to GameStop. Like I don't fucking care. <laughs> and uh, and and then and then all of a sudden the levy breaks and like things are great and there's Mickey and we're having fun. Uh, and so you know, I'm sure Pokemon probably has the same thing where they sat down. I, you, and <laughs> hooked up electrodes to people and are like, when will you stop playing? All I can do at this point is talk about how smooth the movement is and how great the camera is. Like, it's a big improvement over the last game. I mean, that's good. <laughs> I don't know anything else. That's good. All I've seen are these, like, action sequences, one after the other. And what is it What is it about the Japanese and these little white blonde girls in white dresses? I don't, I don't know, man. They're, it, I never thought of that as particularly mysterious, Michael? but they seem to really... Uh... Taught. Ex- explain the Japanese. Yeah, no explain them. That. <laughs> All of the Japanese. Well, it's like, you know how some people put corn on a pizza? No. Well, well, the then, Japanese then I guess you're not going to get it. <laughs> you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Yeah. Know when to put like, corn I, on a pizza. Like those folding I, I think, fans I think, they have. I think if you're an American, right? Like a, a blonde girl in a dress. Not that's mysterious. just like Tuesday. That's it's like Tuesday, but in Japan, it's super fucking mysterious. You know, she doesn't know anything. <laughs> right. It's like, how did she get here? Who is she? What does she want? <laughs> Why is her hair yellow? Why is her hair yellow? Yeah, there's a lot of questions there. <laughs> what kind of Pokemon does she have? Will I ever get a Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> Will I ever get a Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, there's, just, there's lots of things to wonder. All right. Well, I thought that was going to actually generate a more interesting discussion than it did. <laughs> but... So that's fine. That's I all mean, right. we can talk. We can talk about blonde girls running from customs all day. I mean, we're pushing. I think. I think. I think if this were America, a, a blonde girl running from customs would be a very different scenario than in Pokemon. No, because she's not Muslim. Oh, she's. Uh, I don't think anybody running from customs at this point is getting four in the back. Like, I don't. <laughs> you know, I, 
going back to the Pokemon story, I, I think it would be really nice if they took a super dark turn and the the Pokemon she's snuggling onto like the ship or the plane or something is an, like an Electorb or something and just blows the plane up. <laughs> 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 and the story just is like, oh, wow. You know, I think Doug is onto something because like everybody keeps talking about like Lieutenant Surge and he's like PTSD. Mm-hmm. I want to like fight in the actual Pokemon Wars. <laughs> Like, I want yeah, like, you to be there, like, you know, in the mod with your fucking, like, I don't know, it is a, Arcanine oh, or whatever. It is an oddly utopian uh, society who have ha- found these, like, death creatures and didn't think to turn them on each other. <laughs> Into more weapons of war. You know, you guys made me forget. I was, I was actually supposed to finish that uh, Pokemon, the Rise of Nobunaga thing. That was oh, a Pokemon yeah. war. <laughs> that came like... out. That was something that happened. Yeah, I, I I I started playing it actually. How was it? And I got I got like Pokemon in that game in the first two minutes. I heard I heard it was actually kind of all right. Yeah, it's not it's not bad. It's like a, a scaled back tactics RPG, um, in which you use uh, Pokemon to fight wars and battle with, and and basically your goal is to battle with the other prefectures and then annex them once you defeat them just another Saturday. yeah but i don't want that i want like the, the vietnam war with pokemon yeah i know what you want like you want you want, want all quiet on the western front they're making, he, they're he making wants peace a, in the tree man he wants electabuzzes flying f-15s in desert storm exactly they're making in the trees i've seen legions of troops yeah. vaporized yeah. in the charmander's flame <laughs> You want to be going through like the VC Kong tunnels, and there's like Ekans and yeah, like, you have like you have like just everywhere. You have like Scyther, Scyther, Scyther's clear out an entire group of Marines, and then just one guy scream, "What the fuck are we gonna do, man?" I Game love, over, man. I love the smell of coughings in the morning. <laughs> POW camps where they keep them in Pokeballs. You need like you need like gym trainers. That you know, you need gym trainers riding on a uh, boats down swamps, finding old compounds where this guy just has oh, just has all these like uh, a, Pokemon like a, worshiping him. Yeah, like a gym trainer who went rogue, and you have to sail up a river to kill him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he went he went rogue. It's like this 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 gym trainer, he stole all the Eevee. <laughs> exactly. He's got the Eevee. God damn, cool guys! How do we keep fixing a... these series? And he's just <laughs> making Vaporeons because they have the best stats. <laughs> you can have a scene where like a, a Machamp just like rips a soldier in half. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, see like that's cool. I like it. And it's more realistic because I feel like I feel like the actual world of Pokemon would be horrifying. Like well, it, human, it, humanity would be like cowering in caves, I, like trying to avoid anything. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> did, did, did you all like hear about the Pokemon fan game that got shut down? Uh, yeah. Po- yeah, Pokemon Uranium because I yeah, I started yeah. giving that a shot and and that's I I didn't finish it like I, it's it's it runs pretty slow but it it's kind of kind of that it's not exactly but it starts with uh, you know your parents are these scientists who are trying to use Pokemon to harness nuclear energy. Um, oh, that sounds like a great idea. And then uh. <laughs> and then you know there's like this huge reactor meltdown and that's how your parents die all that shit so. Uh, other other people definitely want this, and you know, since we have little girls running from customs, I guess Pokemon's taking a step in the right direction. All right, they're getting there. They're just a couple steps away from the dystopian Pokemon universe that we all crave so deeply. I, I feel like I feel like Lucio and I have 
done this practice a lot, especially with Pokemon Black and White, where things were a lot more dystopian than they were actually portrayed in the game. Yeah, like, I was I, I was imagining people getting high on potion and shit. Hold the yeah, phone. I have we, I have uh, a I have a we, great. We ran out of between the lines there. <laughs> I know what they can call the two the two games if they ever go really dark. Okay, lay it on us. It's Pokemon Ho- Holocaust and Pokemon Genocide. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So do you, so are the Pokemon Golden. you get at the end? Do the Pokemon I, what? I, I, I so it, it's Pokemon Holocaust and Pokemon Genocide. They always have to be based on like the legendary Pokemon, right? So I guess the 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 Pokemon at the end of the Holocaust one would be Heimlicker. No, it's Auschwitzaga. <laughs> Auschwitzaga and and and, 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 and Heimlicker. And the genocide one is is Rwandicus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rwanda! Well, Rwandicus. Um, on that, did you guys hear? Did you guys hear about like? Okay, this is getting off topic. Did you guys hear about the horrifying real story behind Hotel Rwanda? <laughs> no, but I love that it's going to make an appearance on this podcast. <laughs> well, let's like, talk about the Rwanda genocide. Why not? Uh, apparently, the guy that Hotel Rwanda was was based on, apparently he was like like this this dude who just exploited everyone he saved. It's like, oh, like you can stay safe with me, but you basically have to give me everything you own. And he was um, just squeezing them for money and all this other shit. Um, oh, like an like, evil oh. shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like he was uh, like you know. I mean? He's like Mother Teresa, right? It's like kind of a, everyone's like, oh, she's so great. But it turns out she's actually kind of not very great at all. <laughs> right. uh, we can talk about this. Oh, do time. you want to you want to chat about that, Lucio? Not really, but next week is the Mother Teresa versus Gandhi podcast. Okay, all right. Who's well, the worst? We're going to do it. We're going to we're going to talk some shit on Mother Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> This is a, I mean, this, you're not wrong. She wasn't like a super saiyan, but I, to say that she wasn't... I mean, I know she's not a super good. saiyan, Lucio. Yeah, she. I, I don't think she was that. Her power level's not even close to 9,000. I'm 100% <laughs> certain that she had a keyblade, though. I hope. This is a fabulous place to end the podcast, <laughs> I think. Yeah, that went on the rails. Jay, we're uh, so happy that we rescued you. And uh, if you're happy that we rescued Jay, I think you should go check out our website. It's enemy. Oh, wait, this is Jay? Yeah, this is Jay, dude. I think. Oh, I thought it was that guy with the nice voice that we were trying to rescue, the one from the old podcast. Oh, Jason. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 this is Jay. Oh, the pretty boy. Oh, the well, pretty one. Yeah. Uh, Peter Molly knew ate him. Kid Gorgeous. We'll put this guy back. <laughs> ran out, he ran out of chicken cacciatore and then he ate Jason. If you're not already, you oh, need no. to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at the Enemy Slime. Go to fucking Patreon and give us money so you can listen to the outtakes. Oh, yeah, I still haven't. I still haven't done my. Uh, I need to put that podcast together. It's coming. I you sh- shut up and say that it's ready, so people will give you money. I swear to God. God. Don't go to the Patreon because you'll be deceived. I'll get it up today. Window. It probably won't be today. But tomorrow. <laughs> enemy Slime. Oh, are you back? It is me slime. It is I, a composite Hideo Kojima. So, um, welcome back, first of all. And uh, this is awkward because I feel like you should kind of leave. Because this is Lucio's Uh, house and he needs to live here. I think I left my car keys somewhere. Do any of you have them? It's my car now. Uh, Is it for a Kia Sorento? 
It is for Kia Sorento. Then no, I have. Oh seen man, it. you can have it back. Yeah, it's got a Honda. Okay. sorry, bro. It's okay. I'll just get an Uber. <laughs> do, do, <laughs> here, I'll use my phone and I'll call you. Uh, I'll call you an Uber. How's that? Thank Jared, you. Jared, call him a Lyft. Okay, well, let's do it. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna get him so good. He's not gonna get where he's going. Uh, two door, no problem. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> That'll be fine. Uh, how is there a way in Lyft to request the chattiest driver possible? Yeah, so you guys are terrible. I am going to have to listen to this prick's life story the whole way through. <laughs> That's our goal. Hey, don't I worry. Do not He's not going to speak about a language. How he you did know. a microbrew with vanilla extract. That's right, well, the worst thing to my day. We're gonna send. Uh, we're gonna send composite Hideo Kojima, Peter Molyneux-san, on his way. And I forgot what I was even trying to say. Curse you, enemy slime! I think that's it. I think we're out.